Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Nancy P. and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Thursday, September 23rd. Today we're reading from the big book and we are on page 85, the third paragraph beginning, step 11 suggests prayer and meditation, ending with definite and valuable suggestions on the top of page 86, just the single paragraph. Today's readers are Katie G., Vanita L., and Elena C. The newcomer chairperson, the newcomer greeter is um, Jason K., and the second host, the second hour host is Matt J.F. The reference numbers for Wednesday, the 22nd of September is for 7 a.m. is 17789, 17,789 for 7 a.m., and 17,790, 17790 for the 10 a.m. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery <clears throat> excuse me, through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Margie to read the 12 steps. Thank you, Nancy. This is Margie from Massachusetts, uh, recovered but not cured. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. 11. Sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood Him, praying only for knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. And 12. Having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for letting me to do service, and I pass. Thank you, Margie. I will now ask Barb W. to read the 12 Traditions. Hi, Barb W. out of Illinois, gratefully recovered. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, is me. he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. 
Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thanks for letting me serve. Thank you, Nancy, for your service. Thank you, Bob W., How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There's no abstinence requirement for sharing topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the, big book, what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star 1 to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. Although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your shares to every third day so that others may share their experience too. Today we resume our study of the big book on page 85, the third paragraph at the bottom, beginning with step 11, suggests prayer and meditation, continuing on to the top of page 86 and ending with definite and valuable suggestions. I will now ask Katie G to begin reading. Hey, good morning, Nancy. Thanks for your service. Great to hear you. Katie G, Recovered Compulsive Eater in Boston. Step 11, suggests prayer and meditation. We shouldn't be shy on this matter of prayer. Better men than we are using it constantly. It works if we have the proper attitude and work at it. It would be easy to be vague about this matter, yet we believe we can make some definite and valuable suggestions. I want to start with a reading from the AA 12 and 12 on page 98 that talks about There is a direct linkage among self-examination, meditation, and prayer taken separately. These practices bring relief and benefit, but when they are logically related, interwoven, the result is an unshakable foundation for life. So when I first read this paragraph, I was like, okay, so I'm going to be the Buddha. I'm going to talk to God, and then I'm going to listen to God, right? Because meditation is, is, is listening. And I'm not saying you're wrong, but what I've learned over the years is that um, Bill, in the time that the book was written, was actually referring to a process of uh, more conscious um, 
inventory, that his meditation starts right here. When we retire at night, we constructively review our day. So it's kind of like a general, right, taking an um, inventory of the battle, like um, how many how many soldiers did I lose? And I'm sorry, I don't like this metaphor either, but how, many, how much ammunition do, did I lose? What was the damage? And so um, really what we're talking about is consciousness, okay? So I sit there. And um, I do it written. If your sponsor says not to write it, that's fine. Um, and I don't treat it as a yes and no uh, inventory. Um, so my my prayer, um, I, I do lots and lots of prayer um, and uh, talking to God. Um, but I think it's also important that it says the proper attitude. So I'm not getting on my knees and talking to Santa Claus, right? I'm asking God to help me um, not be judgmental today. I'm asking God to help me... Um, practice kindliness, patience, tolerance, and love. I earnestly pray for the right ideal, guidance in each questionable situation, sanity, and the strength to do the right thing as a wife, as a mom, as a member in good standing of Overeaters Anonymous, right? And also that I'm not begging for God. You know, um, I have learned through the school of hard knocks that I can beg God to take away whatever disease or catastrophe is in my life, and many times he's not able to. And so my God is with me, holding my hand um, and helping me through it. Um, and then with this whole thing with meditation, you know, we'll move on and learn tomorrow that that is um, part of the beginning of my meditation. So I talk, I, I need to know what to talk to God about, right, this unshakable foundation. God, this is where I fell short. I did a step 10 on it. I was um, dishonest. I was afraid. Um, I do not use this as the inventory as a yes or no opportunity. And then I do sit with God and I listen, right? But it's that unshakable foundation of inventory, prayer, and meditation that together allow me to realize who I am as an addict. I'm a compulsive eater. I'm selfish, self-seeking, dishonest, and afraid. This is where I am tonight. God, please help me do it differently tomorrow. And the beautiful thing is it continues as a cycle over and over again. And um I got to go. That's it. Thanks. Thank you, Katie G. Okay. Now, um, who would like to read, who would like to share on what was read um, at the bottom of page 85 and on the top of page 86 about step 11? Johan N. Leia T. Yep, Leia T. Who else? A little lineup going. Benita L. Benita L. Take a few more. Three or four more. Darlette P. Darlette. Nancy L. Nancy L.
One or two more. Joanne W. I'm sorry, someone W. What's your first name? Joanne. Oh, Joanne. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Judith R. Judith R. Okay, that's a good lineup. Okay, we're, the lineup is Johan N., Leah T., Vanita L., Darlette P., Nancy L., Joanne W., and Judith R. Okay, Johan, Johan, go right ahead. Hi, good morning, good day. My name is my name is Johan Ann, and I am a recovered compulsive overeater in Sweden. I'm sorry if it's it's a bit windy here. I'm outside and raining, awful weather. <laughs> thank you so much for for service, Nancy, and thank you, KDD, for that uh, awesome DJ. And yeah, I love this paragraph. In fact, I love uh, step 11, and I started to practice step 11 early in recovery. I really fell in love with this step. There's so much. Uh, there's so much in here, uh, and uh, I've done it in a, in a very different, in, in many different ways, throughout the years. But what I learned lately is to keep it simple. And it talks about prayer and meditation. And if you look up the word prayer in a word book or a dictionary from 1939, it doesn't uh, have the same meaning as this word has today. They, 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 were, they were not talking about sitting cross-legged in, in silent meditation, you know, um, because they didn't have that kind of, of uh, meditation in, in the Western world. Uh, but I learned to do that as well, uh, because I like that. But the thing with prayer meditation is that uh, it, it, it's all about getting this conscious contact with God, to holding this conscious contact with God. And that's what I do with, with prayer meditation today. I... I read two two pages in big, big book every morning. Uh, that's the first thing I do. If I do that, I go through a big book four times in a year. I have other spiritual books that I go through, and 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 I do prayers. Uh, and what step eleven does for me is that it light it lifts the light inside of me, uh, so that I can go out and be in service and be used for others. And then with this. <laughs> light fades, which it does as soon as I get out of the front door, <laughs> it's time for step, 12, step uh, 10, sorry. And step 10 is, is the step that keeps this light going all day. But I love step 11. Uh, there's been so much progress in that step, and uh, yeah, and uh, I, I really learned to love it from, from the get-go. And the important thing today, is that I do this every morning and every night. I go through these questions in Big Book every night to do my evening review. Uh, and in the, in, uh, in the morning, I do up, up on awakening. And uh, yeah, to, to keep the conscious contact with God so God can keep me abstinent. Uh, because I'm a sick, I'm a sick man. I'm a compulsive overeater. Just, you know, in order to be among people, I need to have this... Gentle reminder. Uh, spirit, thank you. I need to have these spiritual, spiritual tools at hand at all times. Just, you know, to be able to interact with people in a normal and decent way. But I'm so happy that I have this today, and I'm so happy that I get to practice this every day, one day at a time. So thank you so much for that, Apostle. Thank you. Thank you, Joanne N. Leah T., you're up. 
Leah T. Hi, hi. This is Leah T. Am I heard? Can yes, you, heard? you are. Go right ahead. Okay. Um, good morning, um, OA family. It's so wonderful to be on the line today with everybody, um, and thank you for your service. I think for me, the thing that really stood out in this morning's reading was how much work prayer is and how much work Step 11 has been for me. Um, I tend to be always busy, always on the go, always multitasking, and actually making time to take the actions that I need to take for prayer and meditation has been work. And I find that as much work as I'm willing to do, that's how much recovery I get for the day. And I've had to figure out how to have set times in the morning and the evening, but also how to reach out in the middle of the day and just pause and ask my higher power for strength, inspiration, and direction. And this is a change in behavior for me. And um, especially these days, I find it so easy for my addictive mind to become super reactive and super emotional and responding to everything else around me as opposed to quieting myself and really hearing my higher power. I, I think that the amount of effort that it takes has been humbling for me. I just have to say this is a priority. And so there's still only 24 hours in the day, so something's going to have to give, and something that I thought was priority is going to have to be made less. Um, and for me, that thing that has been made less is taking the time to take other people's inventory and judge them and worry. And so when I make those things smaller, I suddenly find that I have more time and energy to work on step 11 and to make time for prayer and meditation. Thank you for letting me share. Have a wonderful day. Thanks. With that, I pass. Thank you, Leah T. Benita L., you're up. Good morning, everybody. Benita L. from Georgia, a recovered compulsive reader, but not cured. I'm grateful to be here with all of you. Yeah, there's so many different definitions of prayer and meditation, and I think it can get confusing at times. But um, for me, and it's, for me, it's changing a lot also. But some things that are new for me, so fifth prayer is, well, I love the definition of conscious contact, right? So just and to me, if I think the word God, like I'm connected to God. But for me, what's new lately is more um, just telling, like to the universe or that whatever we want to call that immense power. Um, it's just saying sometimes, God, I'm really scared right now. Or like more like a child would talk to a parent. There's other a lot of other prayers and meditations I've done, but that one's like really intimate for me. And I notice as soon as I share it that way that I get relief. Um, I also like to be really quiet and to just go inside deeper than me and to connect with that power. 
I'm a big experience like most of us, that power in lots of different ways, like outside of myself and above myself and, and deep within me and through other people and other parts of creation. But yeah, it's really profound. And the one that I'm working on the most now, and I need to figure this one app out, someone told me about, but it's pausing during the day more and connecting with God and um, just being even when I'm like in a busy clinic and things are just totally crazy and overwhelmed. But that's when I want to try to remember. I'm going to use an app that gives reminders. Just a little chime, you know, I can just connect in quick. Thank you. Thank you, Vanita L. Darlette P., you're up. My name is Starlette P. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. And I'd like to thank everyone for being on doing service today. And thank you for allowing me to speak. Um, the 11 steps to me, it, prayer and meditation brought me closer to my higher power, my God. Um, I don't know about many of you, but I was a very controlling person and I know that I pushed God, I eased God out with my ego, and I needed to uh, get back close to him, have him in my heart. And I did that with prayer and meditation. And the prayers I say today, many of them I've said my whole life, uh, because I was born and raised Catholic, and I memorized all my prayers as a small child. But those prayers took on new meaning. The words took on new meaning as I said them over and over and really thought about it and got it into my heart. And I don't have to be so controlling today, um, although I do still sometimes get into that situation. I'm not perfect. Um, And that's why I have a 10-step. Um, And I have to write down what I did wrong during the day. I have to question myself with my little inventory. Was I dishonest? Was I controlling? Was I selfish? Was I self-seeking? And what did I fear? And um, when doing that on a daily basis, I'm clearing my conscience of wrongdoings to other people and um by the grace of god tomorrow i'll be better than i was today um does that always happen no but um i continue to pray and ask for forgiveness for what i have done and make amends to the people i need to make amends to and with that i'll pass thank you Thank you, Darlette. Nancy L., you're up next. Thank you. This is Nancy L. from Georgia. I am a compulsive overeater, recovered for today. And I don't know what that noise was. Am I still here with you? You are. Hello. Okay. Well, okay. I I don't know if something's going on with my phone, Nancy. I may need to hang up. If you can't hear me, it's 
I'll just we can hear up. you fine, Nancy. No, you're fine. Okay. Uh, this this paragraph is so rich for me, and the the thing that stood out to me is an attitude, change of attitude, and my attitude in prayer has cha- been changing over the past seven years since I've been in this OA program, and I've learned so much from my fellows that I'm traveling this journey with. Um, I've learned that prayer is is more than just more than just reciting something. I have to come to my God, the God of my understanding, with a change of attitude, and I come to my higher power, as I've been taught through my program, with expectation and honoring, honoring my the God of my understanding as I as I speak my prayers, and I speak my prayers in words, and sometimes I speak my prayers through tears. If my heart is breaking, I speak my prayers through tears, and I know that the tears and the prayer from my heart is reaching the heart of my God, the God of my understanding. And in the meditation part, I've never quite understood meditation until I came into this program but I've been taught that my meditation is to begin after I have entered prayer a prayer session with God uh, and I can sit quietly and hear whatever thoughts God puts into my head that those thoughts are coming from my higher power and expectations because I I come with expectations. When I ask God to remove a character defect, my selfishness, my resentments, my fears, I expect a result and I get results from my expectations. But I have to to watch and be aware that God is changing my life. Little by little, I'm being changed into a person that's closer to my God and a person who's closer to my fellow man that I can do something kind and good for someone else. That's kind. Thank you for letting me share and thank each of you for being on this line this morning. And I will pass. Thank you, Nancy L. Joanne W., you're up next. Hi, this is Joanne Wright with Joanne W. Um, from Pennsylvania, composed of Rosarita and Sugar Attic. Um, Joanne, you're a little there. your your voice is a little um um fuzzy. Is right. there a way that you can get closer to the phone or something? Um yeah. Is that better? That's perfect. Good. Go ahead. Um, I'm Joanne W. from Pennsylvania. I'm um, compulsive overeater and sugar addict. Um, I haven't shared for a while, so I'm nervous of getting back into sharing again. And the 11th step of adding prayer and meditation to my, my day of committing to it and committing to doing the my tenth step every night 
and checking with, in with myself. Something that I'm struggling with. That I'm learning how to pause during my day when I'm feeling overwhelmed and just breathe and just to listen or to journal. My prayer comes through my journaling of the kind of bypass of my mind of everything that's going in that I can connect more deeply with my journaling. And um, just work in progress. And just wanted to thank you for allowing me to share and all the other shares. And thank you. And I pass. Thank you, Joanne W. Judith R., you're up. Judith R., press star one. Which dog is that? Judith R. Is that you? Okay, well, maybe she'll come back, but I'm going to take another list of names right now um, on this paragraph. Again, it's at the bottom of page 85, going on to page 86. Um, Are you there? Can A? Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, 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 sorry. Wait, wait, wait. I thought that was Judith R. So start over again. Who wants to share? I thought I heard Jen A. Sorry, Jen A. Barbara S. Barbara S. Loretta H. Elena C. Loretta. Jen A, was it, or somebody else? No, that was Kim A, K-I-M. Oh, Kim A. I'm sorry, Kim A. That's all right. Okay, Kim A, Barbara S, Elena C, Loretta H. Who else? Lisa B.T. Lisa B.T. couple more. We've got plenty of time. Hi, this is Jackie A. from Connecticut. Jackie A. Okay, Jackie A. Judith S.P. Judith S.P. Okay. Okay, that's good um, for right now. We'll stop there. Um, the lineup is Kim A., Barbara S., Elena C., Loretta H., Lisa B.T., Jackie A., and Judith S.P. Okay, Kim, go right ahead. Thanks so much. This is Kim A. from New York City. The big book makes really clear that there are different kinds of alcoholics or for us different kinds of compulsive eaters. And I am for sure of that chronic, seemingly hopeless type. And human aid solutions don't work for me, which means, you know, the problem was never the food. So my issues with food have nothing to do with anything that I personally can do to control my food. My mind is crazy. My mind is delusional. It always leads me back to that first compulsive bite. 
my mind is a problem. It has nothing to do with what I'm eating, what I'm weighing and measuring. You know, that never worked for me. So if I truly believe that, then I know that my mind is delusional in a lot of different ways. And that's why step 11 is so, so important. And for me, the most important part of it, like, yes, connecting with my higher power in the morning is important. And connecting in the evening and reflecting on my day and doing my nightly review, that's important. But the most important part is connecting throughout the day. Because if I know that I'm that chronic, hopeless variety of compulsive eater and that my mind is so delusional that it's going to keep tricking me into taking that first bite, then this is the same delusional mind that's navigating me through this world as a supposedly, like, productive member of society. I'm a teacher, so I can't rely on my delusional mind to, you know, do any part of my job well, to maintain my relationships well. I have to keep asking God, what is the next right thought or action? Because we learn in steps four and five what our mind does, right? That we have all of these instincts that go awry and our mind leads us to think in a certain way that causes us to be living in resentment and fear and dishonesty, which is why we eat to begin with if we're the chronic variety. So I hope this is making sense, but what I'm saying is that no matter how long I'm recovered, no matter how long I'm going without eating compulsively or binging, this is, as we all know, a daily reprieve, and I'm never cured. And if I ever think that my mind in and of itself is going to think like a normal, sane adult, that's just part of the delusion. So I'm constantly asking my higher power what I need to be doing and what I need to be thinking, because if I don't, it's going to lead me back into living in all of those defects, creating all sorts of new wreckage, and eventually it gets me right back That's into time. eating for easy comfort. I'll wrap up. This is Kim from New York City. Kim A., Recovered Available Sponsor. Thank you. Thank you, Kim. Barbara S., you're up. Could you hear me? I can hear you fine. Oh, thank you. Uh, this is Barbara S. from New York. Um, glad to be back on this line more regularly. What I need is a reminder, a reminder, a reminder. I used to, like, be sort of down about why are we rereading? Why are we reviewing the tools all the time? I now know I had a relapse, not a horrible relapse but a relapse i'm back i'm heading back on track and what i know especially step 11 i wasn't doing it i wasn't working it it works if we work it and i think besides the serenity prayer which i say quite a bit during the day i have to say it works if we work it Continue to pray, continue to meditate, continue to write the tools. Uh, Barbara, go back to writing. Writing always helped, even before program. When I was a teenager with my diary, writing helps. So thank God I'm on this line today, 
And um, I'm heading back to uh, kind of on the tracks now. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the uh, train to move, and I'm the one that moves it along with God. So thank you. I pass. Thank you, Barbara. Elena C., you're up. Good morning, everyone. May I please be heard? You may. Okay. So thank you so much for your service, and thank you so much for all those comments. Um, so I love Step 11, um, and I like how you said we shouldn't be shy on this matter of prayer. You know, and here's the thing. Um, to me, that means that the prayer can come from my heart. And it is coming from my heart today. There are beautiful prayers that this big book has been teaching me. Um, I can make a prayer for every single stop, which is what I uh, was taught by my first sponsor from another program that I attended before OA. And, you know, and I was to just get down on my knee and when say that, uh, those prayers, the first, second, and third step. Um, so put them in a form of prayer. And prayer is also when I ask something from the from my God of my understanding, you know. And the reason I was uh, resentful at God of my understanding before this twelve step was because I asked for specific. I asked for, you know, God, please get um, help me get an A. God, please, you know, stop these people from doing something and give me what I wanted and that kind of thing. And then I ended up resentment because it, it, it did not come through. So prayer is a form of talking to God in my understanding and asking and praying and, you know, for, for others. I pray for others today. Every day I pray for others. Meditation to me, and as I've heard, is, uh, is listening to the God of my understanding. And, um, you know, it could be just simply uh, listen to this meeting and getting the message. There's so many messages that you guys are sending me when I listen to this morning meetings, which is I, I'm trying to do this every day. Um, and then what I want to say, it, it works if we have the proper attitude and work at it. And to me, that means after I've done my work through prayer and meditation, you know, then I'm going to follow up on certain things. I'm going to take some action. I'm going to make some choices in light of what came to me through prayer and meditation. Um, so I, I, this that has been um, a lifesaver for me, and it's prayer meditation are uh, tools that get me unstuck, um, and because I am stuck in a relationship with my higher power, meaning that I have blockages, That's you know, so these things, prayer meditation, they are opening my heart to God, and with that, I'll pass. Thank you so much. Thank you, Elena C. Loretta H., you're up. Nancy, thank you so much for your service, and thank you, everyone on this line. It saves my life every day. Loretta H., compulsive overeater, recovered for today, and I live in Raleigh, North Carolina. And uh, 
step 11 uh, in the 12 and 12 talks about that it's vital sustenance and that we can't do without it just like um, air and food and sunshine. And those are attributes which um, today especially are a big part of my life. You know, I can't um, use the food. I need the sunshine. And, of course, I need to breathe. And breathing is a part of the meditation. And it talks about um, we shouldn't be shy. And one of the reasons I am a whirling dervish is my mind is always going. And I try to overcompensate for my shyness with thinking, talking, and texting. And as a result of that, that's where I get myself. I overthink things. And this is why for me, as a whirling dervish, prayer and meditation are so necessary for me to change that behavior. Um, And that behavior can only be addressed in a pause or a quiet time or a prayer or just waiting, uh, as my sponsor used to say, um, wait. Why am I talking? Why am I texting? And especially, why am I thinking? And the prayer lets me get God's insight into my day so that this shy person who actually is a nervous Nelly has an opportunity to actually be who he wants me to be and not who my defects of character want me to be. And so um, with God's grace and mercy, I use this every day. And somebody shared last night that uh, step tens are my way of getting to see where I need to do even more work on prayer and meditation and where I, you know, I have to do the sick man's prayer and I have to do the seventh and the third and all the prayer and the St. Francis prayer. So this program has just taught me how to be quiet and be in the pause and work my nervousness out and my um, defects of character out with these steps and God's grace has been merciful to me because for today I'm recovered and for today you've saved my life. And with that, I pass. And of course, my God. Thank you, Loretta H. Lisa B.T., you're up. Hi, this is Lisa B.T. Can I be heard? You can. Go right ahead. Great. Thank you very much. Hi, um, Lisa B.T., um, a recovered and very grateful um, compulsive overeater in the Toronto area in Canada. Um, you know, what, what really, really struck me listening this morning, um, and I love coming to this meeting, and thank you so much for the service um, that it's here. Um, I, I was told when I first started this program, um, and I was working on, you know, my sort of just getting here and having a lot of questions. And my sponsor at the time asked me, um, you know, are you willing to be willing? Um, And this morning, I think what's really coming um, up for me is as I listen to people talk about this paragraph, which is ultimately about connection, I feel that same sense of um, am 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 I willing um, to listen and talk and hear about connection to get connected. Like, you know, like the, the whole, um, like all of it is a flow. Um, and so if I haven't been doing my 11th step 
I can tune into a meeting like this one and and hear other people speak about their experience and it really um engages me and enlivens that kind of yeah you know um i i'm I'm not doing that part of my practice um as much as i I would really like to be because I'd like to be connected. So really, that's all I, I wanted to share, and um, and thank you, and I pass. Okay, thank you, Lisa B.T. Jackie A., you're up. Jackie A., please press star one. Sorry about that. Thank you. Um, hi, this is Jackie A. from Connecticut, and I am newer to the program. It's been about 14, 15 days in, and so I'm working through the beginning of the steps and learning the ladder. And this reading and 11th step for me is giving me more permission, I guess, to not shy away from the prayer and meditation. So. I do consider myself a very spiritual person and I do talk to like my higher power. I just call them God and I talk to them all day, every day. And I started doing that on a road trip when I was 25, when I was considering myself pretty like angry agnostic back then. And I was newly separated out of a uh, fiance engagement relationship and I lost cell phone service and I lost, um, I lost a uh, radio connection. And so it was me seven hours on a road trip by myself. And I was like, either I'm going to hallucinate or I'm going to start talking to God. And I got out of the car back then and into a post office. And I remember whatever I was thinking about, meditating, ruminating about, the post office worker pretty much just answered what I was asking. And that was like that breaking point. And so throughout the years, I just became like more connected. I like animalism. I like Native American, um, like archetypes. I just, I, I like goddess oracle cards. Like I just realized that like my definition of God can continue to evolve with me throughout my lifetime. And I've prayed more in the bathrooms lately. I've prayed more when I get in my car this morning. I did it right when I woke up, which I can't tell you. I don't think I've done in a very, very long time. Um, when I hike, I like to meditate and just listen and listen and look and see what's like what's around me and what's like my God trying to tell me through my surroundings, through other people. And I used to be very apologetic for that because I felt like I was too much of that. And I used to really make my decisions on life based on like what I was feeling, whether it was a career decision, whether it was a relationship decision or where I wanted to move. Um, and I don't have to... I don't have to be afraid of that anymore. And I don't, and I, I started to get away from that, but this program has even taught me like it's worked for me in the past and it can work for me in the future. And I wasn't praying enough about food. I was casting that aside. I would pray for people's health. I would pray for like, you know, wellness and relationships and safety, but I was never praying for the fullness. I was never praying to like get me through the next meal and make it feel like, this is enough because I was letting my anxiety control me and I was letting resentment control me. So I just, I thank you very much, everybody on this line for your shares, for your service. And these have been a life changer in the morning, listening to the visions for you, uh, 7 a.m. I've 
completely redone my routine just so I can have this as part of my day. So with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jackie. That was perfect timing. Judith SP, you're up. Good morning, uh, Nancy. Thank you for your service. Everyone's shares have been wonderful. It's just been almost like fireworks, how the energy in my heart and in my head keep going off, but um, hopefully I can be grounded with the few minutes I have. Step 11, sort through prayer and meditation to improve our our conscious contact with God as we understand him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. I'm always struck by the we and the us and the our. We are all here together. It's a we program. And uh, when I uh, was thinking about the reading today, I realized that this is the step that gives me uh, that pause. You know, there used to be a red button I think Staples had that you could press that said pause or stop. And I don't have to look around to try to find pause. It's with me all the time when I connect with my prayer and meditation. And that just came to me today, that it's the one step, along with all the others that I've been traveling and working, where I can improve my conscious contact with God. Much of the other steps have to do with my giving up, trusting, being willing, working the past, making my amends, asking God to remove all my defects, and so forth. And yesterday I had an inspiration that said, quiet yourself, be with God, don't worry about all your trip-ups with your 10 steps, don't worry about everything you think in your head you should be doing, excuse me, to stay recovered. Just follow God and be with God in prayer and meditation. And it was a most beautiful day with miracles and gifts that came along the way. And I also realized when they say in the paragraph, better men than I, better men than we. I used to think of better as compared, like you're better than I. I want to get up to that rung. But better now became well, well, recovered. Doesn't have to be a comparison. It's I want to aspire to what Bill and Bob and all the first 100 had offered us in this book. And I am just so grateful. And I can find my rhythm. I can find my way because this program is suggested. Step 11 suggests. It doesn't say step 11 tells me prayer and meditation. So I will be praying and meditating and pausing as I pass, and thank you for letting me share. Thank you, Judith SP. I'm going to give Judith R. a chance to come on. She never came on. Are you there, Judith R.? Okay, we have uh, time for about two more Shorties, who else wants to share? Joe T. Joe T. Rita R., Massachusetts. 
Hi, Rita. You'll have to probably wait till the next hour. Sorry, we don't have any more time. Go ahead, Joe. Joe? Hi, Joe T. Uh, Can I be heard? You can. Go right ahead. Thank you. Uh, Joe T., compulsive overeater and food addict from Tampa, Florida. Um, This is my first time sharing on vision, so I'm very grateful for the opportunity to be part of this fellowship. And I'm relatively new to OA. I joined back in May, and I just wanted to share with the group that I just completed my 12th step yesterday. So I'm just on cloud nine, and I'm ready to start sponsoring. And the the reading today about prayer and meditation really spoke to me because I came into the program agnostic, and I've really come to just have a beautiful understanding of God in my life. And what I have is a, a sun goddess. And um, I I imagine just walking into her light and love and just being surrounded by unconditional love. And I, I think of her as just adoring me. And um, every morning, you know, I, I meditate with her and I, every night I, I pray and um, it's just been a beautiful addition to my life. And then I, during my day, I take a sun goddess pause before I respond and um, the changes in my life have just really transformed me. I have serenity for the first time in probably 20 years and I, I just wanted to share with the group and with that I'll pass. Thank you, Joti. Vivian, you're up, and I'll need the last initial of your the first initial of your last name, please. Yeah. Good morning. This is Vivian M. And uh, I'm a recovered compulsive you for calling in from Vermont just for today. And um, this is this is really wonderful to hear. You know, I I do prayer and meditation, and I have certain set times in the morning or in the evening or during the day when I do specific uh, times when I do it or blocks of time. But, you know, I'm, I'm a food addict and I, I forget. I forget how good I felt afterwards or the connection that I made with my higher power because all it takes for me is for somebody to say something or trigger something that's been a deep, deep core trigger in my life, which I work on all the time in this program. And I have a lot of recovery around that, but I'm human and I, and I have those triggers. And when that happens, all it takes is sometimes just one little thing. And I forget that I have my prayer and meditation. I literally forget that I have a higher power that I can go to. And so what I, Oh, how can I how can I remember this? And what I've been trying lately, and you know, I, I it's been working, and I can just go with it and be grateful and thank thank God that you know it is. I I say to myself, this this doesn't matter. This really doesn't matter. And something happened last night, and I just felt that knot in my stomach, and I wanted to say something, 
And I knew that if I, and it's funny because it happened while we were fixing our refrigerator that was broken. I'm sitting there staring at the food. And it occurred to me this morning, I wasn't even looking at the food. I was looking at the broken shelf, which is a miracle. That's a gift right there. I mean, that never would have happened uh, because that's, I'm in my addiction right there looking at it. But I was looking at the shelf because that wasn't an issue for me. But something was said, and I, I just felt this knot in my stomach. And I wanted Vivian, to Vivian, I'm so sorry. I made, I misjudged the time, and we're really pressing. So if you could wrap up. Okay, so all I'm saying is, yes, it reminded me that it wasn't important. I went to my higher power. I remembered that I do have that in prayer and meditation, and it works. And I didn't get the build up, and I am so grateful. Thanks so much. I, okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, Vivian N. from Vermont. Okay, we will now, uh, um, Vivian is going to take us out, and thank you to everyone who shared. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. The share ID for today, uh, September 23rd, is 17798. That's 17,798. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Will Katie G. again please step up and read a vision for you? Katie? I can read that. Yes, Nancy, okay. I apologize. Oh, Anita, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Are you there? Go ahead. Uh, no, yes. Katie, you're Our reading book? it. Go ahead. I'm reading it. Okay. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize. We know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. Um, But the answers will come if your own house is in order. Obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the spirit and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.